Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. If you're loving what you're hearing on the podcast, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. Real Estate Espresso Podcast is available on over 20 different platforms. Whether you use an Apple device, Android, Windows, or Mac, subscribing to the show is easier than ever. Spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? On today's show, we're talking about value engineering your finished product. It's hard to believe that a tiny bit of software makes it possible to save a bunch of money in the communications infrastructure for your projects. Today's property has so many connections to the utilities. There's water, sewer, electricity, telephone, cable television, internet, and natural gas. When you're supplying services to a multifamily apartment project or an assisted living project, every single one of these services costs money. In fact, it's common to have two water mains, one for the household use and a second higher capacity water main for the sprinkler system. All of this duplication costs money. And these days, a modern building will be pre-wired with cable for telephone, for internet. It might even be pre-wired for the security system and for surveillance security cameras. We just recently went through an exercise with our general contractor where he missed a critical item in the scope of work. Now, the contractor agreed to absorb the cost of the error, but nevertheless, it became clear that the designers had specified a lot of wiring in the buildings. We decided to undertake a significant cost reduction in the wiring of the project in order to save money. This wasn't just for our benefit, but also for the benefit of the contractor. The real question is whether we would experience any loss of capability or quality by undertaking this cost reduction. We're not willing to compromise on the quality of service. At the end of the day, the residents want their service and they want it to work reliably and with great performance. They want to be able to make phone calls, watch television, and access any internet-based service. How that's accomplished really doesn't matter. Traditionally, all three of these services had their own separate infrastructure. Today, the technology makes it possible to put all three services on top of the same basic internet service. It was an easy decision to eliminate the legacy telephone wiring. These days, even in the event of a power outage, the need for a hardwired telephone is virtually non-existent. So many people have wireless cell phones that a hardwired phone is no longer needed, not even for 911 service. The second cost saving comes from eliminating the cable TV wiring. There's no need for cable TV infrastructure, and virtually every market has a TV service provider offering a digital set-top box that can be connected either by Ethernet or Wi-Fi. Now I know what you're thinking. A wired connection is going to be a better connection than a wireless connection. Wi-Fi connections are notorious for being prone to interference. Wireless technology, though, has changed dramatically in the past decade. The older legacy Wi-Fi technology used the 2.4 GHz unlicensed spectrum. That region of the airwaves is unlicensed, and you can literally have all kinds of interference showing up in that radio band. You can have garage door openers, microwave ovens, cordless telephones, and yes, Lots of other Wi-Fi access points. If you're in a dense urban environment like New York City, it's common to see the radio signal of at least 40 to 50 different wireless networks. All of that interference can make for a very unreliable connection. The newer wireless technology uses the 5 gigahertz spectrum. That too is unlicensed, but as you go up in frequency, the signal won't propagate as far. And that's both good and bad. It's good because you're going to experience less interference from neighboring base stations but it's bad because your own radio signal won't go as far. You're going to be required to install multiple wireless access points in order to get decent wireless coverage within your desired coverage area. As an example, we've designed the system that's going to use five access points to provide coverage for a single 9,000 square foot home. 
The reason for having five access points is to have each one operate in a different frequency band up in the 5 GHz spectrum. That means each region of the home will be very close to the base station and each base station will not interfere with each other. The latest base stations also have an advanced technology called beamforming. This uses multiple antennas in the base station to allow the base station to figure out which direction to send the signal. It's a way of making sure the transmitter is facing the receiver, and it reduces the interference and improves the signal quality dramatically. By using the latest in Wi-Fi technology, I believe we've finally rounded the corner and made it so the cost of delivering these services throughout a building can be done without the cost of wiring to each device. That represents a huge cost saving. The other technology we've incorporated is the use of optical fiber. We have optical fiber providing service to every single building. That future-proofing that means we're going to have the ability to provide decades worth of future technology in our buildings. Each optical cable has 24 fiber strands, which means we'll be able to carry 24 times more capacity than we're currently using today. So as you're looking to value engineer your projects, consider eliminating the legacy technologies and go with the latest and greatest technology to future-proof your buildings for years and decades to come. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.